0: Yeah, yeah, 360, yeah, I'm like, round and round, and round we go, and where we stop, I'm like, nobody knows, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we give you what you want, we give you what you need, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we tell the real truth, you know what I mean, Welcome to another episode of 360 Degrees, part of the Urban Breakdown Network on this gloomy, rainy Sunday morning here in North Carolina. So, we got a lot to get to get through. So, Odie, good morning. Good morning. What you got for us today? So,
1: 2023 is only 22 days in and... I think something we've all worried about happening is seems to now be happening. Uh, Krishan Rock is pregnant and she is the former better half, at least for now, as of today. Um, The former better half of Blueface. A musician, I guess. Even though I don't really know that much music from him.
0: You don't need to. His music is terrible.
1: There was one song that I did like, though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, But I can't even remember the name of it right now. But I did like like, one song.
0: I I don't think Blueface has ever rhymed on beat in his entire life.
1: No, it's definitely not an on-beat rhymer, but whatever song he had did have a good beat, so I like that. I could could fool with it, whatever it was. I just don't remember what it... Oh, yeah. Was it the Bust Down song? Does he sing that song? I don't fucking know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Point is, um, she claims to be pregnant with Blueface's baby. He's already started denying paternity Rob does seem to be, she does seem to like have some validity. I think like their relationship is so toxic, but I think what she's intimated in, at in the past is that, um, she, ha- and he said this himself actually, so she really didn't have to intimate at it, but, um, he has said that he only wants to have one mother for his children and that's why him and her had never had any children but that's not to say that she's never been pregnant before and this is kind of what she intimated at i believe i don't think she's outright said it um but basically anytime that she has gotten pregnant she's terminated the pregnancy Mm. or probably like taken plan b or something which honestly probably speaks to why they might be broken up maybe she's not moving the way he wants her to move so as quote-unquote punishment to her you know now they're broken up because she said I really want to have this baby now um and now that she's announced it it kind of makes it real and so he said I'm not fooling I'm I'm not the father and then that's that and we just now have to wait and see even though I suspect that he is um yeah she seemed to have her feelings like really hurt whenever he would say that but She's made a decision now to go forward with this pregnancy. And while babies <laughs> babies themselves are a blessing, I just I just really pray for this one because it's it's a damn shame. Yeah. It's a damn shame. Like those those with those parents, that baby definitely
0: needs prayers. Now how, how old is she? I was trying to find out. They don't have a lot of information on her. That's
1: a good question. Um she's they're both young. Um, I think if I had to guess, I'm gonna look up her age real quick. But if I had to guess before I look it up, I'm gonna go go with um twenty four top.
0: I, I I would agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's any older than that. So let's see. Uh, of course, I don't know what's going on with my connection. Like I can't connect to certain things. But that's fine. I'm a, I'm gonna look it up on my phone. So I'm gonna go with 24. He's probably a little bit older. She's actually considered a musical artist too, if you go her. But yeah, I have never I, heard I, any I've never heard any of her music.
0: I have heard one of her songs. She has a song called Vibes, and it's a horrible song. And she's just like, uh her lyric her, her lyrical style is just like she had a line that stuck with me because it was so horrible. She was like, yellow is a color, blue is another, <laughs> because you couldn't find yeah. a thing to ride with it. Yeah, I-, and I was just like, and it and it wasn't even like okay, it was like a throwaway line in in the middle of the song. It was kind of like uh it it's kind of weird. Yeah. But no, she's not good at what she does, but you don't have to be good at what you in at rap to make money anymore. Uh, like
1: we, just for the record, we were definitely spot on. Um, she'll be twenty three this year. Okay. Um, so she's twenty two as of last year. So she'll be 20, oh, okay. 23 this year.
0: Oh, she she's younger than I thought she was.
1: Yeah. So she's. I mean, she she seems to be. I guess you know she's just doing the thing. I've never been in nothing this toxic as a young person. So I really this is really unrelatable content. Yeah. Um, but. It's a lot, just for that baby state, honestly. Um, they're exposing all their toxicity on that Zeus show. And while look, I like a like I like a lot of messy reality shows and stuff like that, but um you do have to be very careful with Zeus, like not to get dragged down. You gotta take a mental break from them. Like, it's it's draining. It it can definitely be draining. So you just have to be careful.
0: And then, and then Blueface is twenty six. He just his birthday was just a couple days ago, actually.
1: Mm. I think that yeah, I think that's actually the day she announced it. So yeah, so we'll see what happens in twenty twenty three. Um, by the end of this year, we'll we'll know what's what's happening with that. So I'll definitely circle back for an update. Uh, so speaking of mess we have been seeing uh that men are not exclusively capable of having loose lips um and speaking on their past conquests um looking looking and talking about you uh irv Gotti. but women are too and often without being prompted which is weird um at least to irv Gotti's point like it was bloggers and uh, not YouTubers, but what is it called? Uh, the people who do the podcast, you know, like it's those podcast hosts that are asking, like, bringing up Ashanti's name every time and he responds accordingly, even though he's right. the initial reason that they they were asking in the first place, but whatever. Um. So this week, there's two pieces of information I could have done without, but I now know them because... Because they decided to overshare. Uh, one is that of Keeley Williams from Three LW. She's uh, singing that first verse on on uh, that song "No More." I think it was like maybe their first or second song.
0: I might actually still have that CD laying around.
1: Look, I love that song. I love that video. I wanted to, I wanted to live in New York. I wanted to drive the little BMW thing that they were driving. I love that song like I, I always thought the video was kind of stupid though because like um the way it opens is she's uh just like hey can you pull over i just have a bad feeling right so it's like which is weird whatever they're supposed to be in new york if i had to guess the borough it, i think they're supposed to be given brooklyn because you see like brownstones and stoops so she's just like just pull over you know i have a bad feeling and then you see her get out the car and then her boyfriend is going into the subway with another girl and i was just like oh okay that's that's a weird way to introduce the fact that he's cheating but okay whatever but in any case i still like the little outfits i like the you know they were about my age so i could appreciate it i love that song
0: and, and it wasn't three little women. It was it was a different group whose name I can't think of that I was th- that I have that I don't have this. Oh, okay. I, I look at the CD and I'm like, no, I don't have this CD. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, there were so many like girl groups. Yeah, it was a lot and... of girl groups. <laughs>
1: definitely a lot. Yeah, it's like boy bands are still a thing, but girl groups are not.
0: You know who I was thinking of? Seven O Two. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. No, definitely has still Seven O Two stuff. And they're a little bit older, but not much Well Keely decided To share that she Had sex with um, As she put it, 75% Of B2K um, So everybody But Omarion, so that would Leave Lil Fizz, Razz And j Boog. And so yeah, I'll let her You know, put it out there in her own Words, I guess If I can even uh, you know, my my connection is. Did turn you up. ever date Brat B from B2K? Date is a loose word. Date is I wouldn't I wouldn't give that I wouldn't give that definition. I think I said entanglement. <laughs> With but all entanglement of these, Mr. Omari. What the tech man I can do it. Everybody has their ho days. Let them have a. We can look back on them days when we're older and be like, "Yeah, I was out there, sssudden." No So wait, Keely, Dif, j Book, at the same damn time. Only one time. That's that's only a one time thing. So yeah, uh. Entanglement was not used in the proper context, in my opinion. Right. You know, entanglement yeah. just sounds like a messy threesome like a messy love triangle. Yeah. But um no, in this case, she definitely was intimating that they had sex uh all together, one time. But uh I guess she's had individual relationships
0: with them. And and here's the thing, that's fine, but so long I mean so long as everybody knows what's going on with everybody else but at the same time it kind of feels weird how it came out you know it's it's just like I I, I'm 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 sex positive you know and I don't and I I but I but you also have to understand that even though more people are sex positive that women still suffer from that horrible double standard it's
1: not to me it's not even that it's not like I don't hear this and say like oh like as a woman you should should or shouldn't do that uh-huh. for me it's just like why <laughs> at the end of the day you're telling somebody else's business too it's not like you just put it out there that um you didn't just randomly throw this out there and say like oh yeah like i've had an orgy before or i've you know i've been involved with some of your favorite r&b singers you know, or even put it out there that they were in a group. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Then we can just, then you you can let people kind of fill in the blanks. Um, as long as you don't give too much revealing information that says that this is absolutely who I had sex with. Because J-Bug, Raz uh, whatever, they might not, or the other one, Lil Fizz, they might not want people to know that they had sex with you. Much less had sex in a group setting with you. Yeah. So, like, I don't, while that's your truth, like, that might not be a truth that they're ready to deal with right now. So, like, that's why I don't like that shit. And that's, that's the part that feels icky to me. And also, too, just, like, I guess I must be getting old, because I'm just, like, again, I'm sex positive, too. I think you should... um, You should have, like, whatever kinks your heart desires, as long as it's with other consenting adults. Yes. But, um, I just i don't know like i just it's just like i could have done without this information i feel like people are saying things for shock value to be trending to be the moment and um that part feels just as gross too it's like i don't think this i don't necessarily believe that you're sharing this because it's your authentic self to overshare i think you're sharing it because you want people to talk about you and that is fucking weird
0: that is not currency you know, I, I don't give out a lot of of love advice, but one love ad, one well one piece of advice I do give especially to, to young men, shut your fucking face. <laughs> like if you're like if you're dealing with someone, don't put it on social media, don't put it on your Instagram or nothing like that. You know, you just deal with that person and then you don't kiss and tell. you know now if 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 they had came out and said that, right, talk about the the b two k dudes. And she had to uh, confirm or deny it. That's one thing. But the fact that I agree, the fact that she just kind of put that out there was just kind of like, huh, <laughs> that's weird. Thank you for the, uh, you know, thank you, thank you for the visual that I did not want. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and speaking of gross visuals, as well as feeling icky for oversharing, uh, that brings me to Young Miami. Uh, seems to be the trend for the week. Uh, so just a couple of days, P. Diddy was trending, but P-E-E, D-I-D-D-Y, uh, was trending. And I'll let you hear exactly why he was. I'll let you know, Miami tell it. Sorry, like golden showers, I do. Golden showers, meaning when the guy pees on you, pee mm-hmm. on you everywhere, you like it? I just like it. Mm-hmm. So the person talking to her was um or that she was interviewing was actually Trina of all people Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) I was really annoyed because like I like Trina I I like Trina a lot um and the the interview definitely touched on way more to me like way more important things like um Trina opened up about her having children and like miscarriages and it was like kind of like I don't know just like the real side of trina the person i always believed her to be yeah right. i'm like, like this is a great interview but like that's not the stuff that really came out like it was this it was this bullshit and i'm just like first of all like i remember before like um young miami might have been joking that she was the next oprah but the problem with being a journalist or any journalist or interviewer worth a worth a damn is like they focus on the subjects and getting information out of the subject as the interviewer you're not supposed to overshadow and become the story yourself so like no girl i'm sorry at this at this rate you'll never be the next oprah because it's not supposed to be about you it's not supposed to be about you and maybe diddy i mean who's who's to say 100 that she was talking about diddy but let's be honest here like I could 100% see Diddy being into that shit. Um, And again, it goes back to what I said before. Like, why are you publicly sharing that that's what y'all are into? And this man got little kids. You know what I mean? Like, still has minor children. Yeah. Oh, a brand spanking new baby. So you, you mean to tell me that the man with the... Like, the man with the brand new baby... Pees on you because he's your benefactor like that that is so fucking wild to me
0: yeah i mean those are the videos that, like if i'm watching pornhub those are videos that i just scroll past really fast <laughs> like like when you are like you know like I, I you know if you're on pornhub and i have like all the random videos and then <laughs> you're scrolling through and then you see like the, the 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 piss videos and i just scroll past it real quick like okay i don't need to see that you know so once again another visual i did not need to see you know, or need need to know about Th- thanks young miami for for ruining my day <laughs> with your nonsense. It's got I, I remember, um there was a you ever hear, I mean, it came out years ago, there was a group called uh, Garbage, right Shirley Manson was the lead singer, and she did that in an interview. And I don't remember if it was prompted or not, but she mm. admitted that she likes having men pee on her and people were like, you're a weirdo. <laughs> like why would you say that in an interview like a televised interview that you like with men urinate on you so I know in the social media scope we tend to overshare and you know anybody can be an interviewer these days but Jesus Christ man some things you just gotta you know I'm not saying you should be ashamed of it like if that's your kink that's fine I'm not, I'm not kink shaming but it's not like mainstream you know I, you yeah. know what it's more mainstream to people dress up as like in in leather and whip each other with 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 uh, with whips than it is to have people pee on you. So I'm just like, it's not something where it's like, you know, I mean, America shifts. I remember it was a time where tampon commercials were controversial, you mm-hmm. know, but this is something that will just never really be in vogue. It'll never be in style you know, you're never going to get a whole bunch of women to be like, you know what, young Miami got man peed on her, maybe I should try that. No, oh, no, that's that's not going to happen. Sorry. No,
1: but I will say this, though, there's definitely going to be, um, it's already happening, honestly, but women who just say like, well, if he's paying, I'm playing. And that, to me, is just as dangerous. Like, because this man has money,
0: he can treat yeah. whatever he'd like. The whole the whole sugar baby thing, yeah. It, it feels so exploitative, yeah. You know? like I I don't. I mean I don't mind. Like like I said, you know, I, I talked about on the show. There's like, like one, and only because she had it on sale because those uh those OnlyFans things are expensive. But uh, someone who I followed on Instagram, she had an OnlyFans page, and she doesn't do nudity, but it's close enough, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but that's like just her doing her thing you know the whole sugar baby thing feels exploitative you know and mm-hmm. it's just because c- a lot of people i mean I'm, i don't know about a lot i don't have numbers so when i say a lot but i mean it's usually something that people do when they're in need and then like you said they may end up getting into something that they normally don't get into because they need the money you know now young miami makes money i mean she's part of what she's sees the city girls right yeah yeah, she's and, and I'm pretty sure she makes money, but she doesn't make Puff Daddy money.
1: No, not at all.
0: You know, so it just feels, ugh, not even, not even just the piss part, but just the whole setup just feels kind of gross. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, but I feel like that's where we're heading. I think you know. It's funny. It's like I was thinking about um. I was watching like I was taking my hair out because I got my hair braided while hosting Ghana, and so I was taking the hair out um, and just watching like a marathon of um, unsolved mysteries. Okay. So I love, like I, I love like a good documentary. I needed something to be on for a while that you know I could just watch back to back. And um, I was watching unsolved mysteries, and they got to like the unexplained phenomenon stories, you know, specifically aliens. Mm -hmm. And um, some event that happened in Michigan in like 1994. So they were looking for witnesses from that. And um, I just, (laughs) it made me think like maybe aliens are like our descendants. Maybe like something happens to Earth and they, I don't know, like our, our descendants and people after us leave Earth. And because it's so far away that technically they're in the future, like so many light years away that technically they're in the future. And so they have to come back to Earth every once in a while to like, I don't know, fucking do soil samples to make sure the same thing doesn't happen to their planet or something. Um, And maybe they want to see exactly where like Earth gets fucked up. Okay. I don't know. That's like, I was thinking about that theory, but I was just like, what the fuck do the descendants think of, of young Miami? (laughs) like Like, like young miami and and these girls like they're they're probably really over our shit especially if they're like very sophisticated you know like aliens are very sophisticated people i would imagine but i don't think they're living in in a parallel universe i think they're living in a future universe if that makes sense but yeah i'm just over everybody oversharing i just
0: i just don't care. I just don't care so. and then unprompted that's the mm. thing
1: yeah and then um by the way like when when she came out with this they were playing a quote-unquote game but it was very specific because i'm sure like first of all like if you're playing a game where you draw phrases out of a hat and then you have to take a shot based on whether or not that's true for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: my thing is like how do you? How do I know that you didn't just put the same sentence in there? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To increase the odds of it. As far as I'm concerned, like none of those sentences were on the card. I just thought it was weird that that just came up, but whatever. Either way, I'm over their their shenanigans, and uh, I'll pass the baton to you.
0: Okay. Okay. I I, I will say, speaking of disgusting people. Okay, I, that that's messed up me, you know, I didn't mean to say that she was disgusting because of her kink. I'm going to back I'm going to walk that back. But the person I'm going to talk about is disgusting. You ever hear of somebody named Stephen Crowder?
1: Yes, um after this week yes. I've been I've been hearing that name
0: trend. Yeah, Stephen Crowder is a uh, a right-wing host. He's he used to be on a a channel called The Blaze which is run by uh Colonel Sanders cosplayer uh was it Glenn Beck? And uh who used to be on Fox News. He was a guy with the with the whiteboard and all that other stuff. And um, you know, now he runs the Blaze. And uh Steven Crowder was cut from the Blaze, probably because they're going through budget cuts over at the Blaze. Because here's I mean, here's the thing. The Blaze doesn't make any money. It's just basically they just put out all the misogynistic racist stuff, and then they just get paid to do it. By billionaires who want that message spread to keep people divided right but stephen crowder is in an open feud with the daily wire over a 50 million dollar contract offer right so i'm gonna do a little bit of reading here this is from rollingstone.com in a video posted to his youtube channel crowder described a period of free agency following his departure from the blaze in december the host lambasted proposed contracts he received from parties he refused to publicly name, which would require him to actually make content and drive revenue for the company. At no point did Crowder specify the monetary value that had been offered to him, but it didn't take fans long to analyze context clues and redactions from screenshots Crowder displayed and deduce that the contract Crowder was torching had been offered by the Daily Wire. Crowder, who had been previously lambasted, who had oh, I'm sorry, who had previously lambasted NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick for comparing the league's contracts to slavery, complained that the proposals floated to him, like the one from the Daily Wire, were essentially slave contracts. Will Summer of the Daily Beast pointed out on Thursday in November, uh, around two months after the Daily Wire offered Crowder a $50 million contract, the host publicly supported Kanye West's claims. That Jewish talent executives control the entertainment industry through exploitative contracts. Ben Shapiro, the founder and editor of the Daily Wire, is Jewish. Crowder particularly took issue with provisions in the offer that would penalize his compensation if the show faced advertiser boycotts or a loss of revenue that the company could not replace within a period of 90 days. He said, He said, if this show had to be advertiser friendly on YouTube, well, those guidelines pretty much read, don't say anything offensive ever, said Crowder, who had been demonetized on YouTube. He also encouraged fans to sign on to his new email list and promised to aid in building an independent network for conservative content creators. The problem with someone like Steven Crowder is that Steven Crowder's never held an actual job in his life. Steven Crowder is 35 years old. He had his, you know, he's had his own, uh, his own show that his dad, I don't know if his dad produces or his manager or, or some dumb shit. He was a stand-up comedian for years. He worked on Fox News for years and he worked for the Blaze for years. Right. So he's never had an actual job. Like an actual nine to five job that I could find. I mean, granted, I looked on his Wikipedia page and, it, uh, you know, like it's funny when people say, well, Bernie Sanders never had a real job in his life. Of course he did. He had a shit ton of jobs before he became a politician. that's
1: right. he was... Uh, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain it. On um, what... An, an organizer.
0: Yeah. You know, but people just hear one person say, I decided to look it up. And I'm like, well, maybe Stephen Crowder worked at The Gap for a summer or something like that. Nope, couldn't find anything about that. Just with Fox News, stand-up comedian, and then his, his, uh, his podcast, right? Now, here's the thing, okay? The Blaze is backed by billionaires. The only reason why they like Stephen Crowder is because he's misogynistic, racist, and bigoted, right? You know, he's anti-trans, he's, you know, pro-life, all that other mess. And that's their message that they project. Now, the Blaze has never been profitable. So right-wing billionaires, like Peter, I don't know if Peter Thiel supports the Blaze. Don't quote me on that part. But Peter Thiel is a right-wing billionaire and he supports a lot of stuff like this. He just throws money at them because he can, because he's worth billions of dollars and he's a right winger and he wants to spread that message. But on its own, the blazer never be profitable. So Steven Crowder is not used to actually having to be profitable because all these plays, like YouTube is big. Like, you know, I mentioned last week, all my favorite content creators, like when I watch like movie reviews, like weird movies with Mark or horror geek and stuff like that, they're trying to get off of YouTube. And they always say, like, you know, go on my Patreon In Horror Geek, especially, like, please, go on to Patreon and free me from the shackles of YouTube's tyranny, because they just censor stuff in a moment, you know? So, but here's the thing, you know, kind of like my, you know, when I, when I bitched about my being banned from Facebook last week, it's a difference between, you know, having a meme from a movie, right? And being a uh and being anti-trans or anti-gay or anti-black or anything like that you know there's a huge difference between that Mm -hmm. you know and people like alex jones had to ruin people's lives before he was eventually removed from these platforms so it's definitely not spread the same way but the fact that he's mad about these contracts and then taking it out publicly Means that he just does not know. Like he's someone who loves capitalism, but he doesn't know how it works, because he's never had to. Because people just give him money. He doesn't. He doesn't know how the monetization the monetization works, because he never had to worry about that. Because Glenn Beck writes him a check, and he goes out and he has diary of the mouth on his microphones, and then they just give him money. So now, when he's in the situation where, hey, if you get demonetized. And we can't recoup that money, it comes out of your compensation. He starts crying like a little bitch. And Jen Huger from Young Turks pretty much, you know, he was like, Look, I hate both these people. I hate Steven Crowder and I hate um Ben Shapiro. But Ben Shapiro's correct. You know, put like this, Odie. Have you ever you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but have you ever gotten a non sufficient funds fee from your bank? Thanks. Thankfully,
1: not recently, but
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been decades since I've gotten one, but I've gotten them before. You know, back in the younger days when money wasn't so plentiful—not that it's plentiful now—but you know what I mean. But um, well, before I learned how to how to use a spreadsheet to budget myself, <laughs> this is back in the check cashing uh, check cashing place days. You know, before I realized, oh yeah, just deposit money right into my account, and I could keep total track of it. You know, but um if you let's just say something for your car note right and this is this is a weird example but i want you to bear with me if you send a check to your company where you pay your car note and that check bounces right Mm -hmm. the bank charges you a fee for bouncing the check and then the company will give you a fee for bouncing the check right why are you getting two fees because here's the thing the bank charges the company money for bouncing the check. And then the company says, hey, it's not my fault that check bounced. I'm going to pass that on to you because you gave me the bad check. So you get charged twice for a for a bad check. So in other words, if you do something that costs the company money, they're going to try to recoup it. And this is just a matter of, hey, you know, you're paying a car note and you wrote a bad check. So imagine if they're paying you six million million, twelve and a half million dollars and a half million a year over four, it's a four year contract. So $12 and a half million per year. And you don't, you know, you're not profitable. They're going to cut your compensation. He's never had to deal with that before. It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. The absolute dumbest thing. And the fact that he's out there like, you know, now he wants to go independent. Please go for it. Then you'll really know how it works. You think Young Turks are giving up $50 million contracts? Nope. You think Majority Report's given up $50 million contracts? They don't have billionaires backing them. They have to oh, actually... They probably... You
1: know, yeah, they, this is given like Spotify, Joe Rogan numbers. Yeah.
0: Joe Rogan can say whatever the hell he wants to because he just they just give him money. And then he just gets on the microphone and talks. You know. So it's I I I I love these people who back capital like they hate socialism. They're like, "Oh, socialism is the devil and all this other stuff." You know, capitalism all the way and then capitalism slap them in the back of the neck and now they're mad. This is your system. This is the system you love. This is the system you jerk off to in the shower, and now, you know, you chafed your dick on it, and now you're mad and telling everybody about it. Shut the fuck up, Stephen Crowder, you fucking baby jackass. You are a moron if you don't know how this works, how, how basic business works. You don't need a degree in business administration to know how this works. It is a very simple thing. If they're paying you and you're costing them money, it's going to come out of your compensation. That is the very basics of business. I could explain that to my my five-year-old niece and she'd probably get it. By the way, happy birthday to my grandniece. She turned five years old yesterday. But anyway, um, it's absolutely ridiculous that he's making this public. And of all people, Candace Owens has been getting on his case. You know, I don't like to call women bitches, but every time I hear Candace Owens talk, the first words out of my mouth, oh, you dumb bitch. But, you know, of course she's taking the Daily Wire side because I think she works for Daily Wire or some shit like that. But I don't, I, I don't even watch her videos anymore. Like when I say her videos, I mean like when people are ragging on Candace Owens, I don't even watch it anymore. So she decided to jump into the fight. Now, I am just like, oh, shut the fuck up, you know? She might be right. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> i didn't listen to it but of and then of course the guy the guy who runs the daily wire had like an hour-long video about the stephen crowder thing it, it's almost unwatchable his last name is boring and his and he is basically just like his namesake because he is he, i watched like five minutes of that video and I'm like you know what i'll just take Jen Yuga's word for it that he's right i can't watch this shit no more <laughs> this guy is like watching paint, like watching paint dry or like watching a pot of water boil, you know. But what do you what are your thoughts on this, Odie? Am, am I being too hard on Steven Crowder? <laughs> um, I I see it as being justified, honestly. It, it it's it's kind of I, I, I love when and it, the funny thing is I just love when they don't get it that's the part that gets me. It's not like they had a revelation like, oh, capitalism is terrible. Nope. Nope. It's just, you know, now we talk about exploitative contracts and I'm like, you've never lived in the real world ever. So I hope you do go independent and I hope you find out how the real world works. You know, I'm not going to wish for your failure, even though you're a piece of shit, but at the same time, it's going to be funny. I'm gonna laugh all the way. And you know what? Maybe he'll be successful. I mean, right wingers love throwing money at nonsense. Look at look at all the right wings who bought Donald Trump's ridiculous NFTs. So right wingers love throwing money at nonsense. So maybe he'll be okay. But it's still, it's still funny to me. You know. Here's one thing that's not funny. Uh, George Santos. Uh the fact that you know, I, I joked about it on Facebook earlier. And yeah, I'm I'm kind of sort of back on Facebook. I kind of missed chatting with my people. You know. Uh, you know, I got to see a wonderful collage of, of my niece and and her uh her fifth birthday, you know. She's she's the cutest little thing. And she's a she's a terror, but she's the cutest little thing, you know. So I need I need to stop being lazy and uh First of all, I'm afraid to fly. You know, I fly only when I have to. So if I have to fly, I'll fly. And for some reason, out of uh, RDU, there's no, at least not on JetBlue or anything, or any airline that I actually want to fly. There's no straight flights to to Georgia for some reason. You got to go to Charlotte and then get a layover from Charlotte, and that makes the ticket more expensive. Well, who are you flying?
1: It depends. JetBlue. Yeah, so if you want to fly directly to Atlanta, that's Delta's hub. So you would okay. definitely want to fly Delta. Your chances would be better for that. Okay. Um, also, I would say, mm, never mind. I, I would take that suggestion. Off. If you're, I would say, if you're, if you're flying a lot more and you kind of know how to navigate, mm-hmm. then you might want to do something like a skip lag option, like somewhere. Let's say. The flight was cheaper to fly from here to New York, but they but you have a layover in Charlotte. You get off in Charlotte and just go. But you have when you do that, you have to do like um or excuse me, Atlanta. And uh you would you can do that, but uh you have to do carry-on only and you can only book one way tickets when you do that, just because they might cancel your return fare if you don't oh, okay. complete the trip to New York or whatever the final destination was. But people do that too. It's called um skip lagging okay yeah i don't know why i, didn't I, would, I wouldn't recommend people. that for like people who don't regularly travel gotcha
0: i don't know why i didn't just ask you, <laughs> you
1: yeah your to- bet, your better bet is definitely um it's definitely delta
0: okay you know why you know the only reason why i like doing uh jet to tell you the truth because they have television and i would say like the last three or four times i flew JetBlue, the, t- the tv i had didn't work <laughs> so it's like you know what i may as well just play it though i'm never flying i'm never flying southwest jesus christ that's a whole that's a whole nother episode yeah no. but um george santos basically like i joked about on facebook and i was like you know what the guy who lost to george santos in new york in the you know for uh for congress is worse than hillary clinton losing to trump and worse than the guy who lost to marion barry after he was smoking crack And it's basically because you lost to an imaginary person. George Santos is a made-up person. He made up just about every aspect of his life. He Like, I can't even go over all his lies in this show in the interest of time. That's how many lies he told. It would have taken eight seconds of opposition research from the Democrats to figure that out. And they didn't do it because they were so busy trying to crush progressives. They let the racists take over Long Island. And then they lost, they could have pulled off a miracle and kept the house, but they lost so many seats in New York because you figure, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cuomo and uh, now Kathy Hochul, who's a new governor who barely won her election, You know they're pushing conservative judges and what the conservative judges do? They flip the maps to favor conservatives. You know, that was when, um, the hell is his name? Uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, who ran the, who ran the C, when he jumped in the Mondaire Jones district to force him out because he figured it would be easier to win Mondaire Jones district than his own. And then what did he do? He lost. So that's two, that's two congressmen that we lost right then and there, you know? Because they're more, like what they did to India Walton in Buffalo. I mean, granted, India Walton is a uh, uh, the mayor, but when she won her primary, and she was she was openly as a uh, she ran openly as a Democratic Socialist, and she won. She beat a 16 year incumbent, and the Democrats cooked up, along with Republicans too, cooked up a um uh, a write in scheme to get Byron Brown back as a. Uh, Back as the mayor. Buffalo is one of the poorest cities in the United States for, for almost 20 years. And Byron Brown was mayor 16 of those 20 years. But democratic leadership is just absolutely horrible. And the fact that they couldn't see through this guy is ridiculous. So the latest, the latest few things that came out about George Santos, first of all, he was going by another name called Anthony Devalder. Right? So there was a veteran who came forward that Anthony DeValder, that's what he was known as then, was running some sort of pet charity. He was he was homeless, pretty much. And he ran a... Uh, he had a... Uh, talk about the veteran, I should say. The veteran had a service dog. Right? And the service dog ended up getting a stomach tumor. So somebody said, hey, I know this guy, Anthony DeValder, he runs like a pet charities so they set up a gofundme account the dog's name is sapphire so pitbull right and they ran a a gofundme and they raised three thousand dollars to help this dog uh get their get its stomach tumor operated on but then they said uh devolder i'll just call him devolder for the rest of this one said hey i know a guy in uh long island you know, he could probably do the surgery for you, uh, you know, for a good price. So they go all the way out to Long Island and come to find out the guy, you know, analyzes the dog and says, well, you know what? The tumor is inoperable, which is probably a lie, but I don't know that for sure. And then after that, he was like, well, you know what? If the if tumor is inoperable, then uh, I'll just give the money to another dog. And then he just vanished with the money.
1: Hmm.
0: So he literally... Used this guy's dog to raise money and then just send him to his fake guy and then stole the money you know he lied ab- Santos I'll just go back to calling Santos now lied about his mother's death he told reporters that his mother died on September 11th right what and then they found out wait he, he died on wait
1: because of September 11th, or just on September 11, 2001. Well,
0: like, here's the thing. He was saying that she died when the twin towers went down. That, wait, that
1: she... see, and that, <laughs>
0: that yeah, that's
1: only like some Trump shit, like to say, because you can. Yeah. Just, that's like, you know what I mean? Like, just because you have a family member that dies on that day, it doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that they died. From that. And then when you yeah. try to hold their ass to the fire, they can later come back and be like, Well, I never said that they died from 9 11. I just said that my mom died on that day. Yeah, she died of cancer, but it's unrelated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you just do that for attention.
0: Yeah. And then he had the nerve to say that, like, when he found out yeah. that his mom was, you know, that she didn't die on September 11th, he was Oh, no, no, no. Well, she died from, in you know, she was there, but she died from inhaling all the the dust from uh, September 11th, which was a real thing. All those first responders got sick because a lot of that stuff they were breathing in was just ground up uh, fluorescent lights. Mm. And it gave them cancer. There was a huge thing about it because all these firemen were dying of cancer and uh, the Republicans were holding up treating them because they said it was too expensive. Jon Stewart had a whole thing about it. Like yeah. John Stewart was, um, he, he championed them. Yeah, and they finally got them. They finally got them the money. You know, it was it was absolutely ridiculous. But then you know, because then he said, uh, because his mom actually did die in 2016, and they and he was saying it was because of health complications from September 11th. But then they dug a little bit deeper and they found out, oh, um, his mom, you know, they you know they're originally from Brazil, that oh no, um. She was never in the country on September 11th. So she was denied a visa back in 99. And September 11th happened in 2001. Yes, later. So she was never in the country when September 11th happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So so unless that... Well, uh,
1: no, because what, what happened was the particles floated and made its way down to Brazil. Yeah. And that's how she died. That's what happened.
0: Yeah, and went right down her throat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 15 years later
0: yeah uh this guy lies about everything and what did the republicans do they gave him committee assignments so you would think that they would just ice him out and then let him i mean even if he were to leave they would still have the majority right either if even if they left in the republic and a democrat took the seat they still have the majority what did they do they gave him committee assignments. So the fact that because the Republicans are not interested in ethics, they're interested in power. So long as they hold power, they don't care who holds the power. Just why do you think all these evangelicals lie to themselves and say that Donald Trump is the most religious president ever? The funniest thing is that somebody asked Donald Trump to, to say a Bible verse. And he said uh, one of his favorite was was two Corinthians. <laughs> he meant to say like Corinthians two chapter or whatever, but he just said two Corinthians, you know, is the first thing that popped into his head. You've never seen Donald Trump at church. You well, never see Donald I've seen
1: Joe Biden in church. And that was that was hilarious this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe he was mesmerized by all the Negroes. Basically, he was probably probably looking to see a corn pop was there. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, eh. whenever a Republican talks to you about ethics and morals, like just tune them out because they don't mean it. They don't mean a word of it. All they want is power. So as long as somebody with an R next to their name is holding that power. Now, the only time that they'll turn on them is if, they see the light. I'm not going to go over the whole story again in the interest of time, but when Bernie Sanders was finally able to get into Congress, right? It was because his opponent was a right-winger and he was like, he had an A-plus rating with the NRA. But then he had a town hall meeting and he got to talk to people who were affected by gun violence, mm-hmm. right? And then it it changed his heart. So he was against assault rifles now, right? And the NRA turned on him. And they, then they they backed Bernie. Now, they didn't give Bernie money, but they, they, they were telling people, yeah, yeah, they were telling people like, you know, Bernie's a good guy. This guy is a traitor and, you know, vote for Bernie. And then when Bernie got into the office, they tried to set up, to NRA tried to set up a meeting and he was like, yeah, I'm busy, bye. <laughs> he wouldn't talk with them. Because Birdie, like, Birdie was like, what am I going to do? Rag on this guy? We want the same things. I want an assault rifle ban. So if he's saying he wants an assault rifle ban, what am I going to do? I want one now because... He, no. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and let this play out. And that's exactly what he did. And that's how... Because he had tried a few times to get into Congress and he didn't win. And it figures the NRA helped him get in because the other guy finally had a heart. You know? As soon as you do something that's good, then the Republicans will turn on you. Now, here's the thing. The only thing that may get George Santos iced out by the uh, by the Republicans is basically because at one point he was also a drag queen. <laughs> now, we all know that Republicans hate drag queens. The drag queen story hour, they're boycotting them all across the country. And George Santos was a drag queen at one point. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You know but if you're a republican they think that you're evil if you just like to you know wear uh wear fishnets you know and wear a bra and dance around who gives a shit? you know what you do with your saturday night has nothing to do with me you know and i'll say one thing i've seen some commercials for those drag queen shows not that i'd ever become a drag queen of course they look like they're having a the time of their lives.
1: Brunch is always a good time. There's yeah, brunches, and yeah. honestly, one of my favorite movies is the Birdcage, um, the version with Robin Williams. That was a great movie. And Nathan Lane. I that love movie. Is, it's that. Funny movie. as fuck. <laughs> I, I definitely watch it every time it comes on. Um, <laughs> and when we went to Miami uh, a year ago, like we stopped over in Miami for our, um, on our honeymoon. The hotel we ended up staying in definitely had like decor, decorations, and decor uh, you know, from Birdcage.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, You know, it kind of reminds me of, of of Madison Cawthorn, right? All the all the ugly shit Madison Cawthorn did, right? Even even exposing uh the Republicans and their their cocaine parties, they got got them called on the carpet. What made them finally turn on him? When it turned out that he liked to do gay stuff with his cousin, and they had like pictures and videos of it, mm-hmm. and then and then they were like, "Okay, now we got to primary this guy." All the stuff that he did before, all the stuff that he said before, you know, going to like the the Hitler, you know, memorabilia and all that other stuff, they didn't give a shit about that. As soon as they found out that he might be bisexual, oh yeah, we got to get rid of him now. So. The drag queen thing may just be a bridge too far, but I just, you know, I'm like, how do you lie about your mom's death? And how do you lie about, you know, you stole money from a dying dog, which he denies. But I mean, come on, this dude lied about everything. He lied about being Jewish because he said Jewish people give more money. And then when he called the money, he was like, I never said I was Jewish. I said I was Jew-ish. He actually said that. That's actually pretty funny, you know. It's something that a comedian would say if he gets called out on their bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's but but moving right along, you know, I my giants got obliterated yesterday. We played the we played the Eagles. Oh God, the Eagles crushed us. I think it was like 31 to 7. It was terrible. You know? Eagles are like one of the top teams in the league, you know. And I'm not gonna lie. I mean, granted, we won a lot of games this year as a Giants, but I mean, we won some games because the rest of the NFC is terrible. And speaking of the, you know, the, like the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they basically got in because the way it works, the first, the, the, the first place team in every division uh gets in. So there's like uh, you know, eight divisions, four at AFC, four in NFC. And then the top team of each division gets in automatically. So the NFC, uh, the NFC South was just absolutely terrible. So basically, Tom Brady's team was just the best of the worst. They were like, uh, I think they got in, they were like eight and ten, right? Because now, now they play 18 games. So here's the thing. Tom Brady, like when they got in and they were eight and nine, right? They had clinched the division because the other teams were so terrible that they couldn't catch up, right? So for week 18, they didn't really have to, uh, they didn't have to play, right? They could have just, or week 19 or whatever it is, he could have just, because it's customary that if you clinch the division and you're not jockeying for position, you could just, they just they just rest their starters, right? So Eagles played because Eagles had the Cowboys on their tail. And usually if you're the top team, then you get like home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So there so they played, right? To to keep that spot. But dude, you're a wild card team. You didn't have to do that. And Tom Brady played because he Played so that he could break a record, a personal record of the most completions in a season. So he did uh, 486 completions, right? You know who held the record before that for completions? Tom Brady. So he he did it to break his own record. There was no reason for him to play. How much of a selfish piece of shit do you have to be to do some shit like that because and the reason why i say that not because i care about tom brady but let's just say that um it didn't matter because they got they got crushed by the cowboys that next week but let's just say he got hurt in that game and couldn't play and let's say they had a legitimate shot at winning which they didn't but let's say they did why would you do that and what coach would allow you to play that's how much clout he has. Because normally the coach would just be like, sit your dumb ass down, Tom. We need you for these playoffs. We're not trying to have you hurt in a game. That means absolutely nothing. But the uh, but these coaches just, like Tom just has all that clout. And the thing that's funny to me is that Tom, I, I believe he's a free agent this year. So there's all these teams, well, not all these teams, like three teams that are lining up to see to make a run at tom brady tom brady's 46 years old here's my thing okay and i'm going to be a bastard about this if your team needs the services of a 46 year old quarterback disband the team the team doesn't need to exist anymore your team is your team is beyond garbage if you need a, if you need a broken down rickety 46 year old quarterback to to have a chance and then you got to pay him like tons of money It's not like Tom Brady doesn't have, it's not like he's some broken down pro wrestler like Ric Flair who spent all his money and he has to wrestle at 63 years old because he doesn't have any money because he spent it all. In one of the documentaries, they said if Ric Flair earned a million dollars in a year, he spent a million five. So Ric Flair is like broke, okay, because he spent it all. He, he pulled a uh, he pulled a Sammy Davis Jr. He pulled a Nat King Cole. He spent every dime. You know? He, he, he's, he's, he's not gonna leave his family shit. Like like they said in the song, all he'll leave his family is alone. <laughs> so, but Tom Brady, Tom Brady literally has a $30 million contract waiting for him as a sports analyst. It's waiting for him. As soon as he retires, he gets the analyst job. They're holding the job for him, but he still wants to play. Hmm. Getting a 46-year-old quarterback is like going to a kennel and getting a 16-year-old dog because at one point that dog won a bunch of dog shows. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but the dog is almost dead. You're basically buying funeral expenses if you get a 16-year-old dog from a kennel. And that's basically what they're doing here. You think Tom was just so lucky that he didn't get murdered out there. You think that some linebacker doesn't want to fuse Tom's ribs together or turn his insides into into plum jelly? Like, are you kidding me? He's lucky that didn't happen to him out there at his age. I don't know. I, I don't get it. You know, it same thing happened to Brett Favre. You know, he wanted to keep on playing when he was past his prime, and then the Jets took him for some reason. You know, the 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 gunslinger. You know, put it like this, Odie. I don't know how much I don't. I don't you don't watch football, right? Mm-mm. Tom Brady threw in the game that they lost, where they got murdered. Right? You figure Dak Prescott, uh, the Cowboys quarterback threw 33 passes, right? I forget his completion but it was pretty high. He threw 33 passes, threw for three touchdowns, no interceptions, and he ran for a touchdown, ran for another touchdown. So he scored like four touchdowns. But Tom Brady threw 66 passes, exactly double what Dak threw. He threw 66 passes, and he scored two touchdowns and threw an interception with sixty-six passes. That is ridiculous. You think you want? You think he, You think that that team has a shot next year? They'd have to revamp the entire team. If your quarterback has to throw sixty-six passes, that means you ain't got shit else going on. No running backs. No nothing. It, it's 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 funny how much of a stranglehold tom brady still has on on the league mm. one of my friends lost his fancy football uh game against me because he started tom brady now in his defense he had jalen hurts and on and no pun intended he was hurt that week Right. Tom Brady was his backup. So he put Tom Brady in the game. And Tom Brady only scored like six points. Usually a quarterback in fantasy football, depending on the scoring, they're probably they're probably usually good for between 18 to 25 points. And he only scored seven. Because he's, he's he's past his prime. He's done. Has nothing to do with the offensive coordinator who got fired. It has to do with the fact that he's done. He's 46 years old. Do I need to drive you to the glue factory, Tom? Do I need to do I need to give you the old yeller treatment? Take you out in the back? Or be like, hey, come on boy, we're going hunting. Do I have to do you like like Fredo and Godfather 2? Hey, let's go fishing. <laughs> that's and just like, give you a-
1: to me, it's like I don't understand like not going out on top. I always I always think that's weird when people, especially athletes, just it's like, I know you can retire, just
0: go out on top. He should have retired when he won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. So they, you know, he was with Tampa, he was with Tampa Bay, and then they won the Super Bowl. And he should have went out on, and then, you know, he he rubbed it in Bill Belichick's face that he still had something left. And then he should have retired. But he came back and then they lost in the playoffs, right? Um they lost to uh the Chargers, I think. And then, no, not the Chargers, I'm sorry. Um Damn it, what team? You know what? I'm drawing a blank here, but they lost in the playoffs and then they got obliterated this year, right I will say this if if the Carolina Panthers didn't give up Christian McCaffrey they probably could have they probably could have taken over for um they probably could have um pulled it out and won the division but I know they're rebuilding I know McCaffrey gets hurt all the time and he's playing today he's on San Francisco now. And they're playing Dallas today, and I don't know, man. Christian McCaffrey's not playing with these people. He's going to start. He's going to start running people over like a like 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 a Tesla on on autopilot. <laughs> so it's it's going to be a. But then again, I'm not going to count the Cowboys out. I mean, Dak Prescott's been sporadic, but when he's on top of his game, he's he's hard to beat. So it's going to be a good game either way. But I mean, Tom just. Just fucking retire, man. It's done. Jesus Christ. We don't need you anymore. We we have new stars now. Okay. The world doesn't revolve around you. Go home. Go home so your kid doesn't have to. The only way your kid what they, they did that on the um on the onion. Like Tom Brady's kid has to buy a new copy of Madden just to be able to see his dad. <laughs> you know? Go home and hang out with your kids, you fucking deadbeat. Jesus Christ. But I wanted to end on something positive today. I try to end on something positive because you know me, I, I go off on of my old man rants. Um, Songwriters Hall of Fame, Sade, Snoop Dogg, and Teddy Riley are all being um, inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I've been a fan of Sade for many years. Their first album came out. I keep forgetting how long ago their first album came out. Jesus Christ. Came out in like 84, I think. Mm. uh, you know, um, and then, uh, I think they're working on new music now, you know, but Sade is timeless. she's still uh she's still got the voice, she's still gorgeous, you know, and she's uh you know, she's being inducted into the Songwriters' Hall of Fame, Teddy Riley, his resume is extensive, not not just as a songwriter but also as a uh as a producer. You know, he produced a lot of stuff. I mean, I knew Teddy Riley from the whole New Jack Swing thing. You know, the the New Jack sound. You know, he helped. Uh, I mean, he was instrumental in Heavy D's career. Like, um, uh, I it's think that Heavy
1: whole New Jack Swing era. Anyway, oh, say again. It's like just the whole New Jack Swing era.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, he was uh he was with uh with Guy with um. Mm-hmm. God, what was his name? His name was just on the tip of my tongue. Aaron Hall. Aaron Hall. Thank you. You know, and then, of course, with Blackstreet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did four albums with Blackstreet. Uh, I didn't know he did a fourth album with Blackstreet because I know he did, you know, there's the self-titled Another Level, and then finally, I'm pretty sure I have one of these Blackstreet albums. I'm pretty sure it's the first one. Trevor White had no diggity on it. I'm pretty sure I have it.
1: Yeah. You know. That was when uh Dave Hollister s Shit, was Dave Hollister still with them? I'm not sure. I think so, though. Yeah. Actually, no, because, yeah, No Diggity, he was, Dave Hollister was gone by No Diggity, how much I do remember.
0: So, so then it was, it was probably on the second album then? Maybe. Wait, what year did No Diggity come out? Hold on a second.
1: Like ni- I'm going to guess, I'm going to put that while you look it up. I'm going to put it out there as 96 or 97. And the only i I definitely remember that because it was playing like in my middle school dance dances,
0: yeah, it, it came out it came out in uh ninety six it came out on the second album there you go so but um, I did not know that Snoop Dog had so many albums. I really didn't you so know are you counting the gospel
1: one too because you know he did that one for his granny.
0: And he did a reggae album, which actually yes. did at least on the on the reggae charts. It actually did pretty well. But and this is this is reading off of Snoop Dogg's stats off of um, uh, Wikipedia. He has nineteen studio albums, seventeen compilation albums, a video album, three EPs, one hundred and seventy five singles, four soundtrack albums, twenty five mixtapes, one reissue. 16 promotional singles and five collaboration albums. Not a lot of music out there. His highest selling album was Doggy Style. His first album was four times platinum. Three of his, his first three albums were number one albums. So it was the, the Dogfather uh, and then the uh, the album that he did for No Limit. Like after he left Death Row, he went to No Limit. And then his first album there was a was the number one album you know yeah i remember that was a wild time uh, and then sade had uh six studio albums and um the first album promise no second album was promised first album was diamond life so uh diamond life promise and love deluxe all sold uh quadruple platinum in the united states and teddy riley yeah we don't have that type of time to talk about teddy riley's resume it's extensive. He, he's he's done a lot, you know? But um, I had to look up something. I was like, wait a second, how many other rappers are in the Songwriters Hall of Fame? The only pure rappers in the Hall of Fame right now in the Songwriter Hall of Fame is him and Jay-Z. Jay-Z was inducted in 2017. Jermaine Dupri was inducted in 2018. Oh, I take it back, three. Missy Elliott was inducted in 2019. Right, right, right. Yep. And then the Neptunes yep. were inducted in 2020. You know, I know, I know. The Neptunes came up because of the whole Kalis thing. You know, the whole the whole sample controversy, because you know they they wrote Milkshake, so it was just like you know Kalis run off the mouth and cost herself money. So, we'll see. But I, I always love when 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 artists get their flowers, whether it's being inducted into the Songwriting Hall of Fame, even getting the street named after you. You know, I'd I love to see that sort of thing, you know. Especially especially people who, you know, a lot of people connect their music with their childhood. You know, I remember when I was in high school, we had uh, I didn't I don't know why I didn't do this before I was a senior, but our school had a radio station. So and I joined up in, in in my senior year. I was a DJ on a radio station. And um there was a um a young lady, uh, you know, a student. Every time that she did her show, it was all Sade songs. <laughs> <laughs> because she was such a huge fan. So, okay. you know, it was all Sade music every single time. And then they were trying to tell her, you gotta play something different. And she was like, okay. And then the next playlist would just be all Sade. <laughs> <laughs> so but Odie what are, what are your final thoughts final thoughts hmm
1: it's 2023 be your authentic self whether you used to be a drag queen in Brazil um, or you do enjoy trains being run on you be your authentic self but leave us out of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, ex- exactly. We we should practice undersharing in in this. Thing. Yeah. If you if you need to overshare, do that with your therapist. Don't do that with with us. Cuz our, yeah. our lives our lives were, were much better off before knowing your your weird kinks.
1: Those those people get paid to listen. I do not.
0: Yeah. You know, Patton Oswald had a joke many years ago and he said, whatever your um, whatever your your weird kink is, something that you that you never tell anybody, you told someone in like in, in strict confidence what your what your kink is. He said in, in England, there's a magazine dedicated to that. <laughs> and and funny enough, he was talking about a magazine that he saw when he was in England called Piss Drinkers. And then he found out, like when he was looking at the issue, like, you know, the issue number is a 20 year old magazine about people who actually drink pee. <laughs> so, you know what? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe she'd be better off in England. They accept that stuff more there. Maybe, maybe she can get an article in that magazine about having a puff daddy pee on her. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I didn't want to end on a gross note. So I apologize for that. Yeah whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh yeah uh spread the word you know share your share your podcast with our you know, share our podcast with your friends just tell them hey if you listen to it at work just listen to it with headphones on we're not trying to get you fired <laughs> you know so but everybody have a have a, a a wonderful uh a wonderful sunday and enjoy your week
1: all right. See you later, guys. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Bologna, I I made a sleeve last night with that I head, can head. head. I the burn like and, and she burned like that. She was like, I'm gonna me. In my, bed. Bed. In in my bed.
1: bed. In my bed. Oh. In my bed. Oh. That's right, with in my bed. bed.